Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this is part of our Blast from the Past series, where we celebrate one of the incredible women in tech from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking to be inspired, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from. Enjoy the episode. It's just like getting back to the reason why you're doing things. There's a lot of distractions that come up and obviously a lot of fallbacks with anything in life. But just remembering why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. What's going on, everyone? This is Erica Dela Cruz, guest hosting today for Miss Esprit Devora. You are listening to the Women in Tech show. I am here with my two lovely guests, Miss Lisa Howe and Aoife Teague. They're with the company Magic Links, which we are about to dive into. What's going on, Lisa? Hi, Aoife. How Hi. are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being. Um, thank you for being on the show today. So. Tell us a little bit. You two are with the same company. Lisa, explain your role with the company. And is it the same as Aoife's? Yeah. So we actually both started around the summer. Um, we're both interning. So it's definitely been new. Love it. Um, you know, I think my role change, changes day to day, which is an awesome part about working at a startup. It's definitely like one day I'll be working closely with brands. The next day I'll be doing career outreach. So really it's more of a day to day kind of thing. But it's been awesome working in the office and getting to know our different creators as well as everyone else that works there. Love it. And then Eva, um, I think my my role is more like talent scout based. So I have a lot of different influencer lists that I build using these little tools that I've got over the last couple of months. So um, yeah, I work really closely with different influencers, trying to get them to sign up to Magic Links and then just making sure that they know exactly how we work and what brands would work best with them as well. Wow. Okay. So that sounds so complex, which is amazing because <laughs> you are women in tech and sometimes tech can get techy. So yeah. tell us a little bit about Magic Links, the company. What does the company do? What is Magic Links? Yeah. And so Magic Links is basically a technology to help YouTubers stay authentic, do what they're already doing with their videos. So a lot of them are already doing product reviews or makeup hauls and using Magic Links, they can link to those companies that they're shopping from. And then their viewers, if they want to go buy those products, can go out, buy those products, and then the YouTuber gets credited with those sales. Got it. So it's sort of like an affiliate marketing. Exactly. Link. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. so and is this for is this platform specific? Is it only for YouTube? It's mostly for YouTubers just because I think it's easier for them to talk about products like a wide range of products in a YouTube video yeah. and then link to it below. But you can really use it. You can use it on a blog. You could use it on any of your social media channels. Is it something that you install or is it a software? So we have a bookmark that you can add. Okay. Um, so if you're on a product that you love and we work with that uh, retailer, you just click the bookmark tool and it creates the link for you. So it's Got it. pretty easy Amazing. So yeah. Magic Links. And so you both started around the same time yeah. last mm -hmm. summer. And are you both currently in the internship portion? Yeah. We, we only 
started like this, this summer. summer. We yeah. started this summer. Oh, yeah. so you were fresh on the yeah. tech scene. <laughs> okay, so how did you get in to tech? Was this by accident? Is your background in technology? So I actually studied public relations and then I worked in public relations for a while, which was like, it was amazing, but it wasn't any tech. There was like, it was like Got Word it. and stuff like that. Um, so then I moved here from Ireland nine months ago and I started working with a company called Media Leaders. Um, and that was amazing. I learned, it, they're like an online blog that helps brands and companies shine online using digital tools. Love and it. it was amazing. Like I just learned so much there. I was like, I think I learned more than I'd learned in college here. <laughs> so I just learned so much techie stuff. And then I was introduced to Brian, who's the CEO of Magic Links. And I started working with them. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've come along and you just got here from Ireland for those, for our listeners wondering, Ooh, what a gorgeous accent. Where is, <laughs> where is Eva from? It's Ireland. Yeah. So, wow. So you really just skipped over and it sounds like you got a ton of experience inside of the job, which, yeah. which often is the case. We go into our education thinking, okay, we're armed with the tools now, but really it's not until you hit the real world um, that you get the things that are actually going to move you forward in your career. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So do you have a tech background, Lisa? How did you end up here? No, I'm actually just starting out. So I grew up in the Silicon Valley, which obviously is super techie. Both my parents yes. are in tech. And I grew up being like, I'm not going to do tech. I don't want to <laughs> end up back here. Like, it's just not, you know, obviously look where I am now. But right. <laughs> right. But like starting college, I did not want to do tech. I was physics, international relations. And then I took my wow. first computer science class and I really liked it. And I think... I before I had a very narrow view of what tech was like I thought it was very yeah like you just sit at your desk and you code all day mm -hmm. but there's such a wide variety of things we do like for example just at Magic Links I'm doing a lot of sales and a lot of marketing a lot of talking to people and a lot of personal interaction which is what I want in a job yeah and so I'm still figuring it out um I just finished, finished my first year of college so great you are so yeah. welcome to be figuring it out with us that's amazing and what I'm getting is that there is such a theme uh such a social component to technology and as we're mm. talking we're talking about influencers youtubers yeah. using magic links and even PR your background being next to no tech yeah you even thrived inside of something that was supposed to be tech-based but now it's really kind of social. So as you are now having having the experience that you've gotten, what would you say your calling is? What are you being called to do in in this world? Is it tech? Is it social? Is it a combination? Maybe Aoife, back to you. Um, I think definitely a combination. I love all the little nerdy tech tools that I've learned since moving to America. Um, I love them and I love listening to people geek out as well. But I also love talking to people and I love the relationships we have with influencers and we're really helping them uh, to earn some extra money. So I think that's awesome as well. So Got definitely it. a mix, I think. Yeah, perfect. What about yeah, you, Lisa? I'd agree. I think like it, just looking at the big companies right now, they're they're all using tech. For example, like Uber's really a taxi company that, that uses tech, you <laughs> yes. know? Yes. It's like you need tech. Well, using it is just optimizing your business. And I think for me personally, I would... The long-term goal is doing something with mental health and tech and making mental health more accessible wow. in that way. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I want to transition, get a little more personal. Have you ladies had anyone who has stood out to you in your lifetime as a mentor? And um, if so, what was the biggest impact or what did they have the most to contribute to you as your mentor? 
I know exactly who I'm going to be talking about. Aoife is like, someone mentored me and <laughs> yeah. I know what I got. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so the first company I worked with when I moved here was with a guy called Josh Oaks. And he, I don't know, he taught me everything that I know about wow. tech. I had no tech experience at all. And he just, like, I did, I was afraid using word before like I yes. was so bad but he taught me so much he taught me like how to use MailChimp and um, all these little tools and stuff and like just how to be really organized that in Magic Links it really helps me like links for schedule and calls with Acuity and yes. stuff like that he just taught me so much and he he's kind of like a big brother to me now he'll call me twice a week and be like oh how are you doing at Magic Links and he'll stop by the office and stuff so he's just amazing I love it yeah yeah gotcha that's what you want is the like there's no such thing as quick answers but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of hacks and tips that college leaves out yeah yeah that you can get from a mentor if they take the time and are patient enough to teach you yeah amazing what about you Lisa I think I've had a lot of different mentors in my life but someone that really sticks out to me is um my manager for this nonprofit consulting extracurricular we do in college, but yeah. she's just someone that like constantly checked in. I think that part like Aoife touched on is very important is that personal connection and that yeah. not being someone that just like helps you out and then drops you later on down the yes. line, but yeah. constantly comes back and, you know, just that quick text of how have you been? Like what's going on? Let's catch up, grab a coffee, wow. know, just checking in. That's the best part. Um, She's been awesome. We still talk a lot. That's yeah. great. So feeling so nice. known, feeling like someone out there cares what you do right. next. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. You can you can sense how authentic it is, um, especially when you're employed by your mentor. Are they helping you to make sure that their own company and kind of so that they can get ahead and leaving some things out because they have that scarce mentality? Or are they really just there to cultivate, um, you know, someone coming into the industry and help that help them along their journey? Yeah. Um, so along your journey, we, we love magic links. We know what you're doing now is just like kicking ass, taking names. Am I allowed to say that on the air? (laughs) That's what, that's how I feel about this. But, uh, let's take you back to a time that maybe wasn't so bright. And if I even know that you moved a long way, um, to our Silicon beach here, is there a time, um, in both of your girls experiences where it was kind of a little bit darker. Maybe you did. It, maybe it was a huge entrepreneurial face plant or uh, something that was a challenge. And how did you overcome that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so to go back to media leaders again, yeah. when um, I was working there for a while, I was like, I'm just not tech savvy enough for this. Like, <laughs> I can't do this. But then I just went to job. Well, for a while, I just kept it to myself. And I was so worried about it all the time. I was like, I hate this. I don't want to be here. And then I just went to Josh and he was like, "Okay, I'll teach you. And he just taught me everything. So, like, I don't know. It's easy. It's not easy to learn everything, but there are definitely ways to learn everything. And YouTube helps (laughs) a lot as well. (laughs) That is what everyone has been. All of my guests today have been talking about YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Like if there's something you don't know how to do, you can follow (laughs) along with YouTube. Yeah, you really can. Yeah, it's amazing. I think a huge (laughs) takeaway is also we sometimes go around thinking like if we were to actually tell someone, hey, I don't feel like I know everything. I don't I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm I'm walking mm-hmm. around like scared. Yeah. The minute that you actually let that out, there's space to be opened up for for help. So I think that's a huge takeaway from the challenge you faced. Yeah, definitely. There's awesome. no point. Yeah. Keeping it. <laughs> there's yeah. no point because yeah, it's like it's like uh what is it? Swallowing a poison pill and expecting the other person to die. <laughs> yeah. Nope, you're just keeping it inside. Yeah. Um cool. What about you, Lisa? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is asking questions. When I started um in college, so I do nonprofit consulting, and 
we get hired straight on and we work with real nonprofits and mm. actually work pro bono as student consultants. Amazing. And I, which is really awesome. But like the first time I got hired, it was a lot of like doubt and like I have no consulting experience. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Like this not these people in these nonprofits have been working there for like dozens of years and I'm a student who's I'm like I I'm not <laughs> even I a think student. I yeah, am. exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, got it. I have no reason to really be here. And I think that I struggle with that a lot with like the doubt of like my words don't hold weight because I have no proof to back them up other than my own feelings. Yeah. But I think it, it just comes down to like asking questions, being curious, staying vulnerable and being okay with not knowing why why you're doing what you're doing. And I think for me, the biggest thing was stop asking to like change the question a little bit. Instead of asking like, why was I chosen? Why me? Right. I started thinking like, well, I was chosen. Like yes. how can I do what I want to do and what I came here to do? Like I love not working with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And instead of constantly asking myself why am I chosen, I should be asking like how can I help more and yeah. do what I came here to do in the first place? That's, That's beautiful. Awesome. Right. Instead yeah. of stopping and being like the list of questions right. that overcome you, it's more like, no, it's matter of fact. It's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how can I get to serving and being a contribution to the rest of the world? Yeah. Exactly. Love it. Awesome. Um, so as you're on the path to your dreams and pursuing your ultimate calling, is there a big takeaway or one of the lessons that stands out the most to you that you can share with the audience? Maybe um, our listeners are grappling with where to go, what to do. Maybe some are in startups or starting their own businesses or um, inside of a tech company. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned in this entire journey so far? I think that if you're nervous about not being tech savvy enough, you can definitely learn. Like mm. you can learn a lot in a short space of time. Uh, maybe try get a mentor. That helps a lot. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think just knowing that anyone can do it really. Right. I think that's yeah. probably my biggest learning. That's amazing. You don't have to be, the, you know, the chosen Jedi master yeah. <laughs> to come in and learn how to send a newsletter. Yeah. You just have to learn how to send the newsletter. Yeah, yeah. I love that. What about you? And I think you touched on it, Lisa, um, with your point about changing the question. Yeah. But is there anything with that? Um, I think it's just like getting back to the reason why you're doing things and not, Mm. there's a lot of distractions that come up and obviously a lot of fallbacks with anything in life, but just remembering like why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. And if, if you find out that's something that you don't like doing anymore, like there's no, there's no problem in switching it. And I know like, I mean, I'm saying this with the bias because I'm I'm a little younger, but I feel like even when you are older, if you realize what you're doing, is not what you want to be doing. Switching your career actually provides so much inspiration for people that are younger to look up to and realizing that you're not stuck in something. I yeah. love that. Yeah, there's no there's no right time to do what it is you want to do in this yeah. life. Yeah. Um, thank you for addressing the stigma because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I've been doing it for X amount of years. I can't mm-hmm. switch it up. But um, to someone who is younger, Lisa, you it's your first year of college. Um, this is just proof that you'd actually look up to someone who had the uh, courage to do that. Yeah, definitely. Love I think- it. For me, it's like, well, if I choose something now, I think especially with college and choosing majors, it's right? Like, that doesn't mean I have to pursue my major. Like everyone always asks, what are you going to do with that? You know, and then you feel like you need yeah. to do something with what you're doing. People like, <laughs> people like to call things something. It's like learning a language. Like, what is that? And you get the answer. People mm-hmm. like answers. And yeah. so I think it's in the undefined where inspiration really lives a lot of the time. So. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Again, this is the ladies of Magic Link. So we're going to do a quick round and you can shout it out. If you have one off the top of your head, let us know. But for our audience and listeners, we want to provide a few resources for them. Is there a book that has maybe touched or called out to you that you've read thus far that you'd recommend? 
Yeah, uh, I have won the Digital Marketing Tactics book. It has like Ooh. over 500 expert tips and stuff. And it'll teach you like all about marketing. There's a notes area at the back so you can take notes as well. So I love that book. Great. That's Digital Marketing Expert. Tactics. Tactics. Yeah. <laughs> digital Marketing Tactic Books. Tactic Books filled with a bunch of digital marketing experts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. What about you, Lisa? Ooh, I don't have any on the top yeah, of the, top the of my book. Head. All right. How about podcast? Ooh, I've been listening to a lot of Code Switch recently. Ooh. I really like it. Um, it's basically about navigating like kind of the diversity in the 21st century and how to address different racial issues or problems or yes. questions you might have. I think it's been really interesting for me to listen to. Love that. Would you repeat the name of the podcast? Code Switch by NPR. Code Switch by NPR. Awesome. And then, ladies, we talked about YouTube, but maybe something else, a resource, whether it's an app, um, a website, something that you've found really handy as a hack or something quick that you would reach for in your day to day that you can recommend to the audience. Um, I definitely use Google every single day when I, yeah. I know it's such a, so obvious, but I, I, I think that's the main one I use. Yeah. Definitely. I'm also a huge Spotify user. Oh, I yeah. especially love Discover Weekly. The daily yeah. mixes definitely helps when I'm a little done with my music. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Because you get bored yeah. of it after a while and then you can just yeah. some new shit. Exactly. So Google keeping it broad, Spotify, because everyone, wherever you're working, we need some sort of ambiance mm -hmm. um, to lighten the mood and make us feel certain ways and even motivate us while we're working. Yeah. So that is incredible. Thank you so much, ladies, for being with us today. Ladies Thank and gentlemen, you. this Thanks. was Lisa and Aoife, the ladies of Magic Links, and you are listening to the Women in Tech Show. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Betalist, one of my favorite companies to gain exposure to your startup before you're even live. Go to betalist.com slash women in tech and get featured. Yes, get your startup featured while still in beta and make sure people know that you're about to go live. So when you open the floodgates for business, you'll be ready with pre-existing customers and signups. That's betalist.com slash women in tech. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.